The following podcast may contain some adult language. You've been warned. Those of you who got an invite, welcome to NerdProm. <laughs> no matter where in the world you are, we're all NERDS International. With the hyphen. Welcome to Finding the Narrative, a Genesis RPG podcast. This is a show dedicated to the Genesis role-playing system from Fantasy Flight Games, a show in which we, your hosts, discuss all things Genesis from both a player's and a GM's perspective. I am Tony Fanning, and with me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Chris Holmes. How you doing, homie? I'm doing good, and like I told you earlier, my friggin' Vikings got smoked today by the Bills, and that sucked. But I'm damn glad to be here, boss, so let's get going. <laughs> Yay, sports ball. Oh, I mean, <laughs> throw the thing, kick it. No, I know. I know. <laughs> well, you know what? I must say, I believe the Vikings were playing another sport <laughs> because they sure the hell weren't playing football today. That's for sure. <laughs> Those bastards. Anyways, um, let's see. So, uh, yeah. What do you got for news? Nothing new. <laughs> what? I don't think I have anything new, man. I mean, Fantasy there were a couple. Flight. Get on the ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> give us some. Give us some Android stuff or announcements or something. But there, you know, I must say, there. If anybody's interested in the Legend of the Five Rings, they've they've got a couple more articles over there that they put out this week. Um, yeah, so, I yeah. think their RPG department's really focused on that launch. I'm pretty sure they are. Um, yeah. So yeah, nothing new. My cards got the cards. I think with the last since the last time we um we uh, talked, and the cards are kind of cool, though they're only twenty in a package, um, mm-hmm. you know. But that means probably more are coming because they're like what like eighty ninety NPCs and monsters in the Tyranoth book. So yeah, I'd like new ones too. I know that's what I've been I've been kind of seeing that buzz on the on the forums there that yeah. they, that people are wanting new. Stuff. More monsters. Give me monster <laughs> manual number two. <laughs> Hit us with splat books, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have money and sitting around just waiting to buy them. Honest. It's just piling up and I'm <laughs> starting a new job. So I'm start I'm starting a new job tomorrow and oh. there's that whole direct deposit thing and you know, Fantasy Flight, if you give me, like, an account number, I'll, like, put part, <laughs> part of it in there, and you can just send me the new shit that comes out. So, you know, you missed it. You missed the opportunity. No. <laughs> That's all good. That's anyway, great. Yeah. I didn't know you were starting a new job. Congrats. Yeah, we'll talk about it after we record, then. I don't yeah. everybody else here don't want to hear about that, but... Yeah, that's boring stuff. It is, <laughs> but you know, let's hear let's hear from from some listeners there, Tony. Who you got, bud? Well, we got a lot of feedback from. I posted our uh, 16th episode the end about how we had hit 10,000 downloads. 10,000 downloads on Podbean. No, that's just, of course, one service, but mm-hmm. still, that was a pretty big milestone for us. And yeah, and we got several people that congratulated us. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you, everybody, for listening and enjoying the show. It's great. 
yeah, it, it. we're having fun with it. We're not going away. We love doing the show, and <laughs> we can't wait to keep doing more. Mm-hmm. And send us in ideas for um, shows, too. I mean, we're not necessarily running out of ideas, but, you know, if you guys are enjoying what we're doing, obviously we're doing something right, but if we can improve or if there's something you guys want to hear, let us know. We've got one in the um, upcoming weeks, uh, a show suggested topic from a player about oh, cool. doing investigation games coming up in the next few weeks sometime. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I have uh, listener feedback. We had actually, I've had three now reviews on Facebook. And this one came from Laura Center. Thank you, Laura, by the way. Mm-hmm. I, I have been converting a Mistborn game for Genesis, and this podcast has been incredibly helpful. Thank you. That just warms my heart that someone else is, you know, taking something from what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're helping them out. So that's yeah. – do you, what do you know of the Mistborn? I have no idea. I've never heard of it. I had to look it up when I saw her put it in there. So yeah, and um, I went I went to Wikipedia as well (laughs) to look it up because I have not read these books, have not played this game, and damn, that's pretty cool, dude. And I would love to see Laura when you're done with this. If you post it up in the um, the Fantasy Flight forums, I'd like to take a look, see what see what you've done because yeah, that's just kind of cool. Or you can email it to us. Chris would love to see it before everybody else, I'm sure. Yeah, might even have to um, hand out maybe 50 pieces of awesome. Could be a candidate. <laughs> 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 <Anyway>. Awesome. <laughs> cool. No, Thanks. And then on that same thread, uh, we had Chris Johnson uh, said, congrats. I've listened to a few episodes. They're very informative and helpful. Excellent. Yeah. And then something that really kind of warmed my heart here, uh, Ian Houlihan down in Australia, GM Hooli. From the Dice Pool podcast. Oh, yeah. Said, over on, congrats, over on, uh, guys. Cool. Yeah, he said, congrats, guys. Love your podcast. Likewise, thank you very much, good sir. And yeah. uh, keep up the good work, you guys, down there. Down under. That's right. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent feedback. Yeah, so that was really it. We just got that. And, of course, um, suggestion on uh, something for later. So Awesome. Awesome. So the episode tonight is what? We are doing... Genesis and the interwebs, all of them. Yeah, all, all of, of the interweb, interwebs. <laughs> so we're going to talk about how we run sh- uh, stuff on the internet, what, mm-hmm. what other programs are out there besides what we use, and so on and so forth. So absolutely. Yeah. So do we? Shall we go award somebody some fifty pieces of awesome? Pretty sure we're going to. Let's do all it. Right. Welcome to 50 Pieces of Awesome. This is where Chris goes out on the interwebs and finds something really cool, talks about it, shares it with me, shares it with you. So what do you got this week, homie? Well, I have um, one of my buddies, uh, Brian, actually. He was on the show a, few, a couple shows ago. He invited me to do a play-by-post for Legends of the Five Rings. Mm-hmm. On Discord, well, the other night, I noticed that Sky Jedi has created, well, I knew that Sky Jedi had this Discord bot and server tools for dice rollers on the Discord server. So you can roll, he supports Genesis, 
um, Star Wars, and it looks like he updated it for Legend of the Five Rings. So, the new version of Legend of the Five Rings. So, um, that is pretty sweet. I haven't looked at too many of his other tools, but I do. I will throw a... Um, there is a thread on the Fantasy Flight community, and in the... Um, what was that? The master list of resources for people? So, mm-hmm. just look for that, and... Um, if you're rolling, if you want to get together with people um, <clears throat> in a chat room, roll some dice, roll some Genesis dice, this is the tool you need. This is the bot that you need to set up. Pretty straightforward. So do. you mean I can play Genesis from work on my break? Yeah, For my dude, Discord. We could totally do advant- <laughs> advantageous threats from work if you want. <laughs> I'm in. Yes. <laughs> Here on Finding Narrative Podcast, we do not condone, condone playing role-playing games during work hours, especially... I said if, on break. I was on okay. break. Well, especially if you're, like, using or operating heavy equipment, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm not going to be do it while sitting on the forklift. Okay. <laughs> Although that is tempting. But no, I'm not going to. That's a safety violation. I'm a safe guy. Maybe you know what I might I might have my next advantageous threat. Yeah, I got I'm playing this I'm playing this forklift driver named Tony and uh, <laughs> sorry Anthony <laughs> right whatever whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, that's about all that I have right there, and I'll throw the um I'll throw the link in the show notes for you. So Sky Je- and Sky Jedi has created. I believe an online character generator and all those kinds of things. So he's pretty pretty savvy with those online tools, and um, seemed like the right kind of awesome thing to share with you all today. Yeah, given our to show topic, so mm-hmm, absolutely. So awesome! Hey, Sky Jedi, if you're out there listening, and I think you usually are, you get fifty pieces of awesome, buddy. Congratulations! Oh yeah, thank you, man. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, everybody. Now our next, our the meat of the show, in the book of Genesis called the Book of Genesis. Uh-huh. I think my voice cracked there a little bit, but you don't have to open up your books of Genesis today because you know what? We're going on to the internets. We're going Yay! on to the interwebs, and we're going to be talking about the tools Tony and I have used, and other tools that are out there that we might not have used. Um, to role play remotely with people. <clears throat> so yeah. that's what we're going to be talking about in this section today. Yeah. So where yeah. do we start? Well, I think we start with the big one that we that you and I play all the time. Pretty much, we what we play two, three, four, five, eight times a week. I wish it can be, <laughs> but um, we use you know we've been using Fantasy Grounds. Fantasy Grounds is great. Now, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a lifetime subscriber, so I bought the lifetime pass. And if you happen to be that kind of person that's willing to go out and drop over 100 bucks, or wait until it goes on sale for just under 100 bucks, Which is what I did a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you can get Fantasy Grounds and have a lifetime license. And you can run it for people uh, mm-hmm. anytime. Um, there's not... It comes with... Uh, 
D&D 5e, it comes with Pathfinder, and it comes with uh, one other rule set. I can't remember what it is. They I think do have the called. core role-playing role game. Yeah, core role-playing <laughs> role playing system. Mm-hmm. Now, those, it comes with automatically. But um, it does, you can go out and get free extensions that have been user-created for both Star Wars and for Genesis. Mm-hmm. And they run beautifully. Yep. Um, you have the ability to uh, put in images. You have the ability to put in maps. You can use tokens. Uh, you have uh, the ability to uh, set up uh, uh, items ahead of time that you can just drop into your char- your players' uh, mm-hmm. character sheets. And characters want to roll skills. All they got to do is double-click their skill. The dice symbol next to their skill puts starts their dice pool, add in their difficulty dice, add in their... Um, uh, situational modifiers of setback and boost, mm-hmm. upgrade, uh, upgrade or uh, flip story points. It's that's all there. Yep, everything is right there at your fingertips, and it works just beautifully. Yeah, and if y'all missed it, um, Fantasy Grounds is what what what's called a virtual tabletop program. So it has yep. it provides character sheets for the players the dice and everything that Tony was talking about there and including stuff for the campaign. You can put in text for like stories if you want to. There's a chat window there um, that you can even change your language that you're speaking in and you can send messages back and forth, whisper the GM if you want to. Um, You can drag and drop flavor text into the chat window and let people read it and stuff like that. So and then all the other stuff that Tony was talking about too, and it's pretty slick. And we use it combine. We combine using that with Skype <clears throat> to get the voice and video. We actually do use video on Skype as well <clears throat> um, to kind of talk and chit chat and role play and all that kind of stuff. Along with so, so I did. I opened it up and looking at what it comes with. It comes with uh, third three point five. 4th edition, 5th edition, all D&D. Mm-hmm. It comes with uh, basic role-playing. comes right. with Call of Cthulhu, Castles and Crusades, yep. Core RPG, Fate Core, uh, Numenera, Pathfinder, and mm-hmm. Rollmaster. And I believe those, um, like especially the D&D and more than likely the, um, the Pathfinder rules would be what's in the SRDs. So you would just get, say, for 5th edition, I believe you would just get Fighter, Magic, User, Thief. <laughs> Not magic right, nothing. Player. Nothing. You, if you want any of those, you have to buy those, those modules separately. If you want to, then the Pathfinder, all the Pathfinder splat books that you can want are out there. All the 5th edition mm-hmm. splat books are out there. you got to make some money for them, though, but <clears throat> for the rule set. Right. But, like Tony had said, if you're a lifetime member or if you have a license... You can host a game as a GM, and all your players can connect up. But they just have to download the tool for free, and then yeah, demo. You, the demo. They just have yeah, the demo version. Yeah, the demo. They call it the demo version, and then um, we can create a camp, start a campaign, and when when they connect, you can make those player libraries available to them, and it'll get downloaded and that kind of stuff. So it's pretty slick. Pretty yeah. slick. I enjoy it. Yeah, we've been we've got our what well, we have our Star Wars game, a Legends of the Five Rings game. Um, every, yeah, I run Fourth Edition L five R on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every Thursday, I'm on there playing with um, the folks from the RPG Brewery doing their live show that we mm-hmm. do on Thursday nights, and then we have the Saturday night um, game you run as well. So, 
Yep, and Fantasy Grounds, you can go right to their website and buy it, or you can buy it from Steam. Ah, there you go. Cool. All right. Cool. So then next one, uh, Roll20. Roll20, yeah. I've, I have I researched it because I didn't really know much about it. It's, uh, it's a web-based mm-hmm. browser. I've not used their Genesis tools, but people who are using it are pretty happy with it. I don't think it's as customizable and and tweakable as Fantasy Grounds. It doesn't look as pretty, um, but it's still very functional. It's yep. another virtual tabletop. It comes with its own video chat, uh, yep. what they call a VOIP, I think it is. Uh, a voice, voice over IP, yeah. Yeah. And, um, Excuse me. And um, they, uh, it, you manage all your characters for all games uh, by your account. So uh, that one's really nice. Um, and mm-hmm. you can also go on there to Roll20 and search for games where people are looking for uh players yeah something you can't really do in fantasy grounds you got to know who's running the game to go to their server um but in 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 roll 20 you can actually search for a game Mm -hmm. where someone may if you just want to run a game and you're looking for people to run uh play it put it out there that you're going to be running this game on this date and this time on their on their site and players can join Mm -hmm. yeah and and that one that one is free to play um, mm-hmm. but you can also there are also the um, the tools to upload images to um, create a campaign or an adventure and on the on the GM side you can you can kind of link um, different quote unquote scenes if you will and clicking on them will bring up like say a new map with mm-hmm. new layers and you can and it does the fog of war. Um, yep. Which Fantasy Grounds does too. It has just it not has as very, well. Just not as well. Yeah, I haven't played around with that too much. Um, they but also have I, a three D map tool on our on Roll Twenty. That uh, now this is for the subscriber level. If okay. you start getting into yep. these these add ons, these are subscriber level. But they do have three D dynamically lit maps. I, I've seen uh, Jamie Pearson use them, That's where, right. you know, if you light a torch in the room, it lights up a certain area in the room based on the lighting of the torch and yeah. so yeah. that people can see it. Or if there's a, a bonfire up ahead and it lights up an extra large area, mm-hmm. then that shows up on the map as being lit. Yeah, and, and, and if you subscribe, there's like a, you can do some development on there too where you can create your own character sheets. I created a... um couple years ago i created a uh a black hack character sheet and ran that we had a group here that we were running um a little bit of that every once in a while um so yeah those tools are available yeah do that yeah and then so that's roll 20 i don't use it very much Mm -hmm. i mean i've used it for one game uh didn't even really know how it was until i started playing with it with that game and then i researched a little bit for genesis and how it works for that and i still prefer fantasy grounds yeah me too now you know there are rumors out there that someone is doing also a mod for genesis to be usable on tabletop simulator okay i know star wars is available to be used on there um Star Wars RPG, also mm-hmm. you can play their miniature games, X-Wing. You can also play uh, Star Wars Destiny, mm-hmm. things like that, on Tabletop yeah. Simulator. Which you can get off, I think you get that off of Steam. Yep. yep. Um, but the, I don't think the Genesis version is out on there yet. I could be wrong. I didn't find anything, and maybe I just didn't look in the right places. Exactly. Um, but uh, either way, if, if you are a Tabletop Simulator person and you love Tabletop Simulator, your fingers should be crossed because it's coming. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's good. <clears throat> What's next? Well, next, um, and we had mentioned this before. We mentioned the um, the tool that we use for talking and voice, which was Skype. But we also have used Discord, and this was where that uh, Sky Jedi's um, dice roller bot is, um, where you can use that. And um, you can you don't necessarily have to do a um, what do you call it like a virtual tabletop. You could do a text based game, which I've done in Fantasy Grounds. We didn't have mm-hmm. voice going, but we did do a um, a Deadlands game. Jamie from the RPG Brewery ran one for a few of us. I was a little reluctant at first, going oh. I just have to type in everything I want to say, but I must tell you, I was quickly immersed into my character. Yes, I used the I word. Um, <laughs> and it was surprisingly awesome, I must say. Um, we <laughs> There was, at the, to- at the end of that first session, or maybe the second session, um, there was a gun, ba- like there was a showdown um, outside, you know, high noon, <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. and and that was even stressful too, by just seeing the text and reading the text. We weren't talking, just reading what was going on and what was happening. We we're like, I was kind of leaning in, going, "Come on, come on, what happened?" You know, I mean, it was <laughs> it was kind of cool. So, I kind of nice. recommend that. That was that was pretty pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, birds. So. Uh... Yeah, I don't. I've never done any play-by-post stuff. I, I I tried the play-by-mail things back when I was a, a young little, kid. A little kid, but yeah, when I was like thirteen, I'm like, oh, I do this play-by-mail D and D thing. This seems really cool. <laughs> well, this <laughs> wasn't. Well, that wasn't necessarily like a play-by-post. Now, play-by-post is where you would go right, to right. like a forum and you would post your role-playing response. And, right. Well, and it, but wait it's a day a, or two, but... <laughs> but it's a, it's a, it's a text-based. A text-based, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. But yeah, I, I, for me, the, the play-by-mail thing back in the day, I was like, this is really cool, and then you're waiting two weeks for a response from the DM, and oh, they decide to stop the campaign because you're like the only person that wrote them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you, that's how our, that's how the role-playing, that's how the role-playing um, hobby got started. <laughs> was with Gygax and Arneson mailing in their moves and whatever, playing the war games, you know, the war game miniatures games and such, way back in the day. Right. So it's all good stuff, man. Yeah. So then, you know, we get into uh, more uh, campaign management tools. Mm-hmm. And this is where I said we had a, a listener feedback from a while uh, that I wanted to bring in. Um, we had Logan Hodskins a while back asked us, uh, I said, hey guys, I've been working on my own setting and I'm becoming overwhelmed with organization and structure. I'd love to hear your thoughts or an entire episode on how you keep your homebrew content organized, presentable for players, notebooks, OneNote, Discord, so many options. I'm overwhelmed. Help me. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, Logan, it's not a whole show, but you get a part of this one. Yeah, you um, so I've heard about something I've. I, I listen to other podcasts and I hear other GMs are using a program, an app called Slack. And so I downloaded Slack, thought I'd take a look at it. Slack is a, it's a way to create user groups and pass, uh, word files, PowerPoint, uh, presentations, Excel files, uh, 
uh, Google Docs. You can connect it to all of these various different little programs, and you can zip these things off to players one at a time as a group. You can organize your um, your meetings or your game sessions on there. Uh, it's a, it's it seems like a great campaign campaign organizer tool. If you want, I, I, one of the GMs I hear using it is um, Stu over on Happy Jacks RPG podcast. Cool. Uh, he uses it for his L five R game. And and where he sends off these little dream sequences to the players, he just slacks it to them. And uh, so, nice. and uh, <clears throat> uh, anyhow, I I think that uh, I, I'm looking at it. It's really involved, and it's got more to it than I would be comfortable using as a GM. To me, I just I'm I'm happy to create a Facebook group specifically for my players if they're mm-hmm. all on Facebook or a Google Plus community yep. for all my players where I can upload files to them if I need to or I can um, uh, post, you know, I usually, like, when I set up a game, you know, for my Star Wars campaign that I ran for you guys, I started yep. with an image file for the, you know, for the game and then a brief description of how the starting sequence was going to go. I put my opening crawl basically in there for you guys to read. Yep. Yep. Very and cool. then and then people can reply in character. Sometimes that happens on my Star Wars one. I know Daryl and Matt really love to reply in character. Yep. And 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 that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like surprise things. Like I've even done where things happen behind the scenes that the players aren't aware of and I, like I type that, that up and I put that on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that gives them that background information. And I can do that because I play this bi-weekly. I can do that during the off week when the players aren't playing so that keeps yeah. their interest in the game. Yeah, and, play, and and speaking as a player, seeing and reading that kind of stuff, it does. Um, it shows us as players that our decisions matter and it affects the world <laughs> because, you know, we don't always do what we're supposed to, right? <laughs> we go right. off the uh, not uh, not rails or whatever, but we kind of take a left when we might have should have gone right. And you know, maybe in the middle of the night, just a couple people in the party want to go attack a base <sighs> to get somebody. Whatever. <laughs> and one of them draws a lightsaber. Yeah, and the empire. Yeah, <laughs> nothing bad can happen from that. Not at all. Yeah, so then Tony posted, like, kind of what was going on and the troop movement, and it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we wouldn't really know what's going on behind the scenes, but it's going on behind the scenes. We're like, oh, wow. (laughs) We're pissing them off. We're creating chaos. Yeah, baby. (laughs) So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's a lot of the stuff you can do. You can do this on Discord, too. You can do, you create your own... um, you know mm-hmm. your own chat channel as well as your own voice channel uh, at, yeah. to handle all that. You can mm-hmm. do it on Skype with uh, I do it with Skype groups uh, where you can send these uh, files and picture image files and all that stuff, mm-hmm. sharing them. Um, likewise, you can share via your virtual tabletop images and whatnot and stories. Yeah. Um, but uh, we, all, I, I mean, I, I typically we typically use um, email as well. I mean, you just start off a start off an email chain, and um, I think what we've done in like our Hackmaster group is GM would um, reward experience points. You know, like the next day, send out an email to everybody, and then ask, "Hey, what do you guys want to do for next time?" And then we would kind of use email to kind of chit chat. And some of those things with me being a older role player. <laughs> <laughs> that has a family. We're taking time out of our day. Maybe it's 
four, five, six hours out of our day to go over to somebody else's house. We don't necessarily want to spend three of those hours in a fucking shop buying right. a sword, right? I mean, <laughs> there are some things you could do over email or over these um, postings that you can do on these on these things that Tony had talked about. Um That'll save game time and make it a bit more quality time once you guys are all together. Yep. So. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah I used to, mm-hmm. with my Grognard group, I had um, email uh, group that we we just, I'd send out the email, this is this weekend's yeah. game, mm-hmm. and we're going to be doing this, and is there anybody that wants to do any preparatory stuff? You know, you want to go shopping yeah. for this and that and the other, and, right. and players would go, you know, they'd type back, hey, I'm going to get into this. That was, you know before the internet exploded it was just right. all we had was email right. now after that i created a facebook group for them all and we all just communicated via the facebook group okay. but i gotta tell you what i did um for them because i ran a two-year pathfinder campaign for them in which uh there were uh each time we had a game now we were playing about once a month uh and each time we had a game i would do this like a, I almost want to say like a three-page mini story mm-hmm. of uh, the gods and how they were communicating the various gods and the games that they were playing that were using pl- uh, players and creatures on the map as pawns. This was an epic game. It went all the way to like twenty-fifth level. Oh wow! And and mythic level nine, I think it went. It was it was oh, a sweet freaking huge game we played either once or twice a month and um so you're doing like some some 1980s class of the titans shit clash of the titans stuff right and then yes, weren't they, had, weren't they looking pretty, down and you know was yes it was like That's yes awesome. exactly like that it was like the gods <laughs> they were they were having these huge conversations and conclaves mm-hmm. meeting and such and and the players really got into that and i even had two players like you need to string all this together and put it in a book i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> but cool. your players get into that kind of stuff so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. logan as a suggestion to you do something like that where you're doing that if you have a bi-weekly game or a game that doesn't do every week because a weekly game you don't need to do that kind of stuff you can cover that stuff as a five minute intro to your game yeah but if you have a bi-weekly or a monthly game keep your characters and your players fresh in it choose one of these tools to communicate with them and keep the ideas flowing at them during your down weeks. Yep. And and like I like I've said before, listen to what your players are talking about too. Even if they're talking between each other and whatever. Players don't know some, <laughs> but you can pick up you can pick up on some things where they're where they're talking and you might they might offhandedly say something uh, you know, in Skype or around the table or what have you, right? And then you can go, oh, yeah, I'm going to put that in the back of my noggin and hit them with it next time or in the future. So you had some other tools that you wanted to talk about that I've never used. What would you have? You, what was the one? Uh, obs- yes, Obsidian Portal. That's one that is... Um, they can, you, you can create, like, a calendar of events. You can create... Um, you could throw maps up there, images, character sheets. Um, you can invite your players to it. Um, it's like a campaign organizer, if you will, I mm. guess. Um, there was another one that I had looked at. I might have bought a lifetime subscription of this one, too, called Epic Words. Mm-hmm. 
um, it's a home for your RPG. Now, I haven't looked at this recently, so I'm not sure whether it pro it provides a um, uh, what do you call it a system for like Genesis or anything like that. Well, actually, the systems that it does do. Let's see. Oh wow, there's a crap ton. <laughs> <laughs> feng shui. Oh my gosh, they do feng shui. They do not I still have haven't Genesis. played that yet. They do not have Genesis listed up here. But um anyways, that's another one. Um Yeah, that's that one, Epic Words. I thought that Stefan on the Dragon Toolbox, he threw something out to us sent something to me recently but i don't know sorry everybody i'll th if i if i find it i'll throw it in the um i'll throw it in the um in the show notes as a as a link to oh here we go that's called scabbard an rpg um rpg campaign manager nice yeah so I'll throw a couple of the I'll put, throw a couple links up there for you guys there, and if any of these call to you, Logan, um, do it, use it. All right, man. Well, yeah, that's about thanks all for got. the thanks for the message on the while uh, way back there, Logan. I did send you one back telling you we we'd take a while to get to it, but we would, yep. and we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, so yeah, hey, and you know everybody out there, if we haven't hit on a tool that you use, email us and let us know, um, well, and we'll bring it up and you know share it. Or when we post this up in Facebook or in the Google Plus, and you want to share something with ev all the other listeners, put it on that thread. Absolutely, uh, yep. Get a dialogue going. Yeah, uh, you could also make a comment about it uh, on Podbean if you download from there. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, man. We going to the next, the next section. Yeah, right. setting the tone. Let's do it. Okay, welcome to setting the tone. This is where we give you updates on the settings we're working on. So, yeah, <laughs> Tony's been Tony's been all work and no play. Tony's yeah. been a very dull boy. Yes, he has. <laughs> um, I have to get these adversaries done for Middle Earth, which I promise to have at least a couple of them done before the next show. Um, yep, and I have I have a few I have a few that I have to do for my part of the adventure I'm running as well to add to that. So I'll get right. those to you. And... Yeah, you can hold on enough. to those until after we're done with the the running it. The so running that, it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But. And then uh, you're still working on fancy ground stuff, or have you been? Busy yeah, too? recently um, I've been working on like I like the last show around the last show time, last couple weeks I had worked on um, updating the. You core. finished the player's library. I finished the player's Taranoth. library for Terranoth, right? And I was moving over to the core book to put mm -hmm. in that stuff and the different settings, and then I realized now, I only had a couple weeks to get prepped for the um, Jewel of Yavin <laughs> that I'll be running on Thursday nights for the brewery show, so I've been working on putting Jewel of Yavin into um, Fantasy Grounds there for that game. Right, Recently. and I did take, I mean, last week I took a break during the whole week of last week uh, before last weekend mm -hmm. to get everything in for my Deep Madness game for oh, yeah. uh, for for NivCon. So I had a lot to put in for that that I didn't get. But anyhow, I'll, we'll talk about that later. Yep. Um, 
Well, are, I had a question for you. When you're doing the um, the fancy ground stuff, were you planning on putting in like any um, user created stuff, like any of like the Genesis talents expanded or anything like that? Um, that is a big book mm-hmm. <laughs> for the Genesis stuff. Yeah, um, no, I probably okay. I don't I don't know if I will. If I'm getting feeling saucy and I have time that I'm not working on anything else, I will probably start putting in those talents. Mm-hmm. Um, which would be great to have all of those in there um, to have available. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I was just going to put in the the ones out of the core book, mm-hmm. most definitely. Um, and then, because, uh, yeah, those are, there are a lot of books. There are a lot of talents on there. Okay. Well, so. I was just curious. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, and then Primordial Machina, our our setting that we're doing together. Mm-hmm. Um, so really haven't done any work on it. No. Nope. Chris and I have both just been um, <laughs> surfing the interweb for images to give us uh, spark ideas and whatnot. Oh, we have a um, lot, though. Oh, man. Some of the images we've been finding out there on Pinterest are just so evocative that yes. um, we've been saving dupes <laughs> to our board there. <laughs> <laughs> and seen a couple people follow the board too, so that's kind of neat. Don't know if they're listeners or not, but if you are, hope you're enjoying it. Yep. So. If you're looking for it, it's on Pinterest and it's Primordial Machina. You can see some of the images we're putting up there that we're going to try and use. We may not use all of it, but we're going to try and use no. some of it. I think sure. more more than anything for me, it was it was a matter of um, and inviting you to the board to so that you could throw things in there was just so that our vision of the setting kind of is lining up and we're saving the same pins. So yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much lining up. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool stuff, man. Pretty cool. All right. Well, I promise I'll get more work for the next update mm-hmm. so that I can talk about stuff. I do have something I could have brought to the table that I did work on, mm-hmm. but I'm saving that for something else. And you know what it is. Yeah, it's and once the, I and once you get that to me, then that's will more than likely inspire me to get back to Primeval Thule and you know button that up a bit because I had started on reworking the player's guide with GM Binder and getting back to that that would be fun to do too. So okay, okay, cool. Well, so that's that's it for setting the tone. Shall we move mm-hmm. on over into advantageous threats? Uh-huh. So, take two. <laughs> um, all right, so welcome back to Advantageous, Advantageous Threats, everybody. Um, and, of course, this is one of our favorite t- parts of the show, and we have a couple of good ones here. And I love your character name. Yeah. Because yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> but you have to wait for it. I do have to wait for it. I'll go first. I have to go second. You do have to go second. Okay, so. And let me see. Does everybody remember... Kilzak, the dwarven dragon slayer. That one shot of that ancient dragon in Tirnoth. How could I forget? I know, I know. <laughs> it, it was one hell of a min-max build. I min-maxed the shit out of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did. I did assume that he um, snuck up to this thing. Right. So. <laughs> So, like we said, I'm Tarantino in this shit. 
Nice. And I want some music. I should. No, I, that's, I can't use that music. But I love that uh, music. So everybody, start thinking of Orenishi, that music from Kill Bill, you know, going in the background. Um, <laughs> Whatever it is. Okay, so Killzak is high on this ledge, sneaking up on the ancient dragon. And he did not put on any brute, he did not put on any old spice, but what he did do is he drank an invisibility potion. Now, he has an agility of two and a stealth of three. So I get um, three of my ability dice here. And I replace and I upgrade two of them with my two agility to mm-hmm. yellow dice. And the invisibility potion um, adds to his concealment. And for every what they call, I guess, maybe a rank in concealment, you get a boost die. And an invisibility potion adds four boost dice. Woo! Now, yeah, you say that, but let me tell you if everybody's cracking open their books. For this ancient dragon, uh, the ancient <laughs> dragon has a willpower of five mm-hmm. and has a vigilance of three. So, yes, everybody, you heard that right. Three red, two purple. This is going to be tough. <laughs> this is going to be despairingly tough, I think. <laughs> But it could be triumphantly, despairingly tough. Yeah, maybe. Because, um, well, this is part of the story, and since we Tarantinoed it, I'm going to spend a story point and upgrade this last one, this last green die to a yellow. So I have a four blue, three yellow. What do you think, Tony? Setback die easily. Yep. You're a dwarf. You stink. That, well, <laughs> that's probably two then. <laughs> if he's a dwarf, <laughs> what do you think? One or two setback dice for the dwarf? Well, it depends on Stank. how much beer beer foam is in your beard. I, I, I'm going to give you just one. Maybe you maybe you knew you were going to hunt a dragon today, so you didn't and drink as much beer last night. Well, there's that. <laughs> or maybe I knew I was coming to to kill a dragon, so I did get sloshed. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm no. so fucking stupid. Um, yes. <laughs> we call it bravery juice. <laughs> yes, bravery juice. <laughs> Made from Mithril Hall. <laughs> awesome shirt, by the way. Uh, 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 yeah, see, so, uh, and then, of course, I am going to spend a GM story point. <laughs> I wonder why. Okay, mm. that's a big pool, man. Yeah. Okay, so we have four... Four boost dice, three proficiency dice, four <laughs> challenge dice, one difficulty die, and a setback die. Yes, everybody, mm-hmm. if you can hear that, that's all of them. You mean Rolling they all still the, fit in your hand? Yes, they did. Rolling it on the good book of Genesis, and I'm seeing a lots of failure and not a whole hell of a lot of successes. <laughs> Oof, this is going to hurt. All right. That's a lot of dice. A lot of failures, but lots of advantage. Okay. So, however, comma, he is triumphant. <clears throat> he failed with one advantage and one triumph. All the dice, I mean the 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 um there was there was failures on all of the red dice. Not to despair, though. <laughs> I must say. I it must saddens say. me. I know it does. So you failed to sneak up on the dragon. Yes. 
But with your advantage, mm-hmm. single advantage, yeah, maybe you were able to charge up quickly enough to I'm catch them off guard. Maybe, maybe not so much to catch them off guard, but to um, maybe time it pretty good. I don't know. Maybe maybe there was enough. There was enough. I think it was yeah. With the one advantage or two advantage, actually it's two advantage. I'm actually mm. able to get the shot. I'm actually able to make the attack, right? I'm actually able to give it a try. I get you know advantage. you only have one attack. Oh, I know I only have one attack. Oh yeah, that's I only need one attack. <laughs> As we said before. <laughs> okay, what about that triumph? What about that triumph? Um, <clears throat> well. That triumph on a stealth check. I have an idea. Sure. What do you think? So the dragon detected you, but he's looking the wrong direction. He th- he heard you, but okay. the way the echoes are on this ledge oh. that you're coming at from above, he didn't. He detected you, but he's looking around for mm-hmm. you, not behind him. Oh, which allows you to come at him from behind. He's well aware you're there. Yep. He he's. Is. He's maybe even yelling for you. I hear you, thief. Where are you? You know, yeah. my, my best smog voice. Um, <laughs> and and he's looking around for you, but he doesn't know you're coming from behind. Right. So I don't necessarily. So I don't get to jump on him. Right. So it's one of those things where we would. I would think we would. I don't get a surprise on him. So we would roll initiative. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, <laughs> and so we can assume since we Tarantinoed it that you won the initiative and you got off the finishing blow before the dragon even farted. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. that ancient dragon was a wuss. <laughs> <laughs> kind of was. <laughs> there we go, man. There we go. The one that slept through the centuries. Uh, he just woke up. <laughs> you know, and maybe that was the maybe that was the um maybe that was the whole um the whole thing. Maybe he was sleeping to start with and with that triumph, yeah, he was kinda he kinda was a little groggy, kinda looking the wrong way, like, I know you're out there and, <laughs> and that's probably why he lost initiative. <laughs> he had sleep All in right. his eye. Then he had an axe in his head. <laughs> okay, who you got, dude? Okay. I have my character, Cherry Blow Pop. She is a street samurai for hire in a cyberpunk android type setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is going to use her cybernetic disguise matrix to sneak her way past two guards to get into a secret underground club and find her target. Nice. Okay, she has a stealth of two and agility of two, but her disguise matrix. Now, this is just something I made up. This isn't something that's out there in the books. Mm -hmm. But I thought it would be really cool for a cybernetic device to do something like this. Mm -hmm. Um, It uncouples stealth from agility and allows her to use her four presence versus the guard's vigilance. Nice. Which is two and upgraded twice for two – or upgraded once for a second minion since there's two of them. Yep, yep. Cool. And it gives her a boost die for for concealment. I like it. So, uh, basically, this disguise matrix makes her look like somebody else. And so she's going to be look and sound and mannerisms of another human being that she recorded. Okay. So she recorded somebody leaving that secret club. All right. Previously. Okay. And now she has 
mimicked that person going back into the club. Nice. Okay. All righty. So, so what's your pool uh, look like right now then? So right now, my uh, my stealth is or sorry, my uh, presence. My presence is four. Yep. And my stealth is two. So I'm going to have two green and two mm-hmm. yellow dice. Total of four dice. Yep. Two of which are yellow. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the difficulty is set up by the uh, the vigilant, or excuse me, the um, willpower of the opponents mm-hmm. and their vigilance. So their willpower is two. Yep. And that vigilance. is upgraded once by uh, the skill vigilance for the minion. Okay. So one red, one one purple then. And you said mm-hmm. you get, and then it also gives you a boost die. Yep, I have your, a boost your die. Your matrix in there, okay. And I'm thinking that um, I am. I would like to put a setback die in there only because the surveillance camera may or may not have facial recognition running, you know, for the club and seeing the same person go out and come right back in. Might be running, might not be, but we'll see how that how that die comes up. Is there anybody monitoring those surveillance cameras? Another guard, maybe. You know what? Maybe there is. So, so you could actually, as the GM, you could decide one. that you could decide that that's a third minion part of that group, and you could upgrade another die, giving another. me two red. Okay. So then, instead of the setback die, then it'll be, it'll be, uh, yeah, it'll be another red. Sure. Okay. Oh, you didn't want to do both. I'm thinking because the security camera is there, somebody. Well, you know what? Yeah, throw a throw a setback die in there because maybe that maybe there's the um, facial recognition software going on anyways, and if somebody's not monitoring it, then it might not happen. But since there is, yeah, okay, yeah, that works. Okay, that works. Well, I'm happy with my pool. I'm going to save my uh, story points for the kill that comes later. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm I'm happy with that with that with that one too. Okay, so let's see. Got to really, really shake them up. We want a good result. Okay, yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no! <laughs> we have triumph and despair. Oh, all right. So I had a that red out cancels out that green, and that threat it cancels out that advantage. So grand total, okay. I have two success, uh, three successes. Sorry, because one the mm-hmm. triumph. Uh, so three successes. No advantage, a triumph, and a despair. Okay, so you successfully... So your check was to get past the guards and into mm-hmm. the club. So for yes. that, you are successful. So, okay. triumphantly so, what would you like to use your triumph? I have an idea for the for the despair. Okay. Um, the person that I've mimicked is someone that is important in the club, so they get VIP treatment when they arrive. Yeah. So I'm like immediately going to be uh, treated like a VIP uh, ushered because I'm trying to get to my target. My target happens to be yep. somebody that sits in the Can VIP you? area, so Perfect. it's going to make it easier for me to get to that guy. Of course, it is. Right. It'll make it. It'll. It'll definitely. That triumph will get you there. Hmm. But. <laughs> On your way there, maybe doing the whole Chow Young Fat and the whole, um, what is it, the... Um, replacement killers. Replacement killers. Once you get up there, you know, it was raining. 
oh. when you're entering the club. So your disguise matrix, whatever that mod or whatever was, start it got a little bit of it got a little bit of wet in it, and it and and your and your disguise just starts flickering. It goes gzz, gzz, or almost kind of like a total recall kind of thing, where the where the <laughs> face just nice. you know what I mean. So, but it gets you there in mm. front of the person and. Roll initiative, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, not going to get the drop on him because of the despair. I, I think yeah. so, but the dis- but the triumph gets you definitely there to the club, to the VIP area, but the despair, you won't get to drop on him. All right, folks, stay tuned next time because Cherry Blow Pop's going to pop some heads. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Love that name. Oh my. I th- so I normally don't play female characters because oh. I'm a big, fat, middle-aged guy because that would be weird. Yeah. However, <laughs> somebody named Cherry Blowpop? Damn, dude. Yo, you well, know, there's nothing to be said. I can't play a dwarf samurai named Great Blowpop. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think you're more like the Purple Murple with that guy. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know what it is? Is It's a cyberpunk setting. I played cyberpunk for yeah. years, and character naming just became... It, all these... I have about it's, a... Hundred of these character names. This was actually Jerry Blowpop was not my character name. There was okay. someone who had a character name in my group. I cannot remember who. It was thirty years ago, but there was a guy who had a character named Cherry Blowpop, and oh, she okay. was an assassin. She killed people with a monomolecular samurai sword. So, and then once she was done, she pulls out a Cherry Blowpop and walks away, sword over her shoulder. Right? Yep. yep. I mean, she was she was like an anime like type character mm-hmm. from way back when so i don't know, you know for some reason that name that i don't know when i read the name and i'm like street samurai cyberpunk cherry it just evokes just this image of like this kick-ass woman that'll just fuck you up and then <laughs> yeah. you know enjoy her cherry bull pop as she walks away <laughs> <laughs> yep no, nope, cool. nope. I have more. If if you wish, I can give you many more cool cyberpunk character names. <laughs> when Android setting comes out, I'm going to run it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I will be there on Fantasy Grounds, <laughs> playing with you most definitely. All right, dude. Cool. Excellent. That was awesome. That was fun. Yep, that was advantageous, friends, folks. All right. Well, then let's end this thing. Sure. I got to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, alrighty, everybody. That is our show for the night. Um, I want to give a shout out to the RPG Brewery with Jamie and Stefan over there. Tony and I will actually be on their show Tuesday night, the 25th of September, to convince Jamie that Genesis can do a investigative game. Yay! Like, you know, a la Call of Cthulhu or something like that. We'll see if we can do it. So if you guys are curious, I'm going to hopefully have this out tonight. And then everybody can download it, listen to it, and go, oh, hey, we got to go see Tony and Chris on the show over here. And that's going to be on um, Twitch TV uh, slash the RPG Brewery. I'll have the link in the show notes there. Um, so we'll be but doing he also, that. he also does put those up later for podcast listeners. If You he, you can get them on Podbean. Yes. You can get them on... Um, on the YouTubes. YouTubes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, he's they you know he's part of the Nerds International. He's got a 
um, G Plus page. Um, he's got a Patreon um, slash the RPG Brewery. Um, and they just got up to the level where he's putting the live plays back in the podcast format. And uh, I highly recommend the, Rune, the Rise of the Rune Lord series. Yes, I did play in it, but it was so good. If we, I think we went through the first book of Rise of the Rune Lords with Pathfinder. We were playing Pathfinder and such, and yeah, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> and you can learn how Chris learned how to turn a dwarf into a shark. Dun dun, dun dun, dun dun, dun dun, dun dun, yep. <laughs> yes, stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then, um, yeah, so that's it for that. So, dude, NivCon was last weekend. How'd that go? Wait, wait, wait. Um, there's something else here you got in the notes. Um, oh, I have. Thursday night, live play show. Oh, in the yeah, yeah. Of Taranoth. Yes, yes, yes. So on Thursday nights, uh, between 8 and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, we are we play for the, the this the, that's this is the um the when the live plays happen and mm-hmm. live streamed and everything. Stefan is running a Tiernoth adventure right now. Nice. I'm, I'm playing a um playing a deep elf um Templar. Templar. Yeah, yeah. Pillar of the Nine, Pillar of the Nine, Order of the Pillar of the Nine, or whatever I made up. And then I am prepping to, and then after we're done with that, I think we have a couple more sessions for that. It's not happening this Thursday, because I think he's got some peeps coming in town, but uh, we'll be back a week from then. And then a couple weeks after that, I will be starting to run them through the Jewel of Yavin. It's set in the Star Wars role-playing game. Nice. So that'll be fun. Can't wait. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, um, then you mentioned NivCon 2. It mm-hmm. went well. I, I didn't, because I had to work, I had to cancel all the games I wanted to play in. Gotcha. Because um, I've, I've been working since Labor Day every day. Oh, okay. uh, I haven't had a day off, and many of those have been 12s, 12-hour oh, days. So I've been very busy. Um, but uh, I did at least have my Deep Madness game. Cool. And that went really well. Um, we had, I had... Um, Mike and Ken out there, uh, listeners, they listen to this podcast. They were great players. Uh, I had uh, good old Daryl, our favorite RPG whore. Yes, Uh, he plays in every game. (laughs) (laughs) And and then um, old Jimmy Fett. Awesome. So I had uh, four four players, and we had a blast. Uh, I ended up... My my adventure was probably written. Now this is the first play test of it. I didn't get to play okay. test it before. This was probably a little long, which is good. It'd mm-hmm. rather be at le- rather it be a little long and have to cut some stuff from it than you're be right. short and never. Oh, whoa, that sucked. Right, <laughs> two hours in, you're like, oh well, I don't have anything else. Uh, oh, there's the rest of guys. Good game. No, uh, <laughs> right to time. Uh, I end up skipping a large chunk, the dream sequence and things like that, okay. but. It uh, it went. It started out very suspenseful. We built suspense, uh, cool. and um, I, uh, even had a uh, couple of the players on the edge of their seats through the whole beginning of it with, nice. uh, you know, scary stuff going on. I, if I'd have had ambient music, I would have had like the alien soundtrack playing in the oh, background because it was just so eerie. That's awesome, man. But um, I, I, it was fun, and uh, cool. it was it went off as a blast as far as. Uh, 
my game, I know some of the other games, uh, everybody had fun playing them. I know uh, Jamie's um, Tales from the Loop was really fun for the players. Um, cool. I know uh, there are a couple other GMs who had to drop their games because they end up having to work uh, last minute mm-hmm. also. So maybe wasn't as po- uh, a big a success as our first NIVCON. Good. But hey, we're going to do another one uh, yeah. probably March February, April, somewhere around there. Look for it in the spring. NivCon 3. Um, I'm sure I will run something Genesis. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. Um, I will maybe do... I've talked about possibly converting my D&D one-shot that I ran at Con, Cob, Con of the Cobb last year. Maybe converting that to a Terranoth yes. game and running that. That was fun. So, um, but I would yeah. like to partake as well, but no, last weekend I had something going on. I, I wanted to play in that so bad, dude. It was, but life it's happens, still man. Here. I still have it. Maybe sometime I'll run it in a, in a way that you can, um, and great. maybe I'll tweak it down to get it to the right, just the right level of crazy. Nice. <laughs> the right level of crazy is always good. <laughs> right. <laughs> So what else have we got coming up? Yeah, yeah, we have Con and the Cobb coming up here for on the eighth of November to the eleventh of November in what is it, Richfield? Yeah, Richfield, Richfield Ohio. Ohio. That's, That's right. Amazing. And the number of the number of hours away from when I am <laughs> touchdowning in um, what do you call it? <laughs> is hang on a second here. I'm getting, I'm getting. I'm calculating. Let me think. I'm doing my mental calculation now. One thousand seventy-one hours and nine minutes. <laughs> I will see you at the airport, Tony. Yep. Cool. <laughs> so. I'll be wearing my uh, Mithril Hall uh, Gutbuster Brewery T-shirt, probably. <laughs> me too. Um. Me too. And that's in about that's forty-four and a half days from now. Just in case you guys couldn't do that math. God, I can't wait. Yeah, I know, me too. So, so. It's gonna get here so quick. I gotta get uh, the. I gotta get my adventure done quick before yeah. I know it. It's like, oh shit. Yeah, that'll be good. I mean, that's gonna be an action-packed week. It so, will. It will. Yeah. I can't even remember what I signed up for. I know I signed uh, up for a few things, but hey. Yeah, there's all kinds of fun to be had. So, oh, yeah. uh, anyhow, folks. Uh, if you want to talk about the things we talked about, if you want to add to the stuff that we uh, listed, maybe there's something we missed, or maybe you just want to say hi or call us or you know send us a you know a nasty gram, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get a hold of us. Email at findingthenarrativepodcast at gmail dot com. You can talk to me on Facebook at finding the narrative, uh, finding the narrative in the Nerds International with a hyphen mm-hmm. network on Google Plus. Yep. And you can listen to us on all the fine places you listen to podcasts. That's right. Except SoundCloud. We haven't done that yet. Oh, man. I don't even know what that is. Uh, me neither. I don't want to. <laughs> me neither. We've added <laughs> Google Play recently. <laughs> that we did. Android, uh, Android folks can get that now. So. Yay. Yay. All right. All right. That's it, then, isn't it? Yep. I got another 12-hour day tomorrow. I got to go to bed. Yeah, you do. All right. So, on that note, this is Tony saying, keep rolling them bones. And this is Chris telling you all to remember the rule of cool and just have fun, everybody. Good night. Good night, Tony. (laughs) Get some sleep, bud. (laughs) I plan on it. All right. (laughs) 
Finding a Narrative podcast is not affiliated with or endorsed by any companies mentioned on the show. Any of the products mentioned on our show or appear on our website are the property and copyright of their respected owners. All items are used under fair use and educational and review purposes. All other items are the intellectual property of Finding a Narrative podcast. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.